0: Welcome in to another episode of the Wolverine Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, EJ Holland. Alongside me is my co-host, Zach Lippi, Zach, how's it going? Very sunny where you are, I guess. It's
1: like 60 degrees right now. It's like the perfect early spring day, you know? Opening day is in two days. It's like the perfect time to be a sports fan.
0: Here we are. No more baseball. That's for old people. All right, let's go ahead and get into our sponsor. Before we talk about Michigan recruiting, I want to remind you guys to check out vitamin energy. Vitamin energy is a powerful, naturally caffeinated energy shot that nourishes your body with vitamins, supports healthy weight loss and boosts energy for seven plus hours with no jitters or sugar crash. I've used vitamin energy throughout my travels, and it keeps me alert when I drive, keeps me active as I'm on the go in seven-on-seven tournaments. It's great because it's naturally caffeinated, gluten-free, has zero sugars and artificial flavors, zero carbs. There's something for everything like the immune and mood booster, the B12, the workout plus, the sport plus. There's no jitters, no crash. It supports gut health. And it's energy with benefits. Uh, Check out vitaminenergy.com and use Wolverine BOGO. When you buy one, you get one free with promo code Wolverine BOGO at vitaminenergy.com. So check out vitamin energy. A couple housekeeping items. Uh, One, this is the Tuesday show, which means we will not be answering questions unless you do a super chat. If you do a super chat. You can click that donate button. That money goes directly to our travel budget and uh, allows us to get on the road and see prospects in person and all that good stuff. So definitely hit that donate button. If you are not a subscriber to the Wolverine.com, you can subscribe right now for just twenty nine ninety nine until August thirty first of this year. That gets you premium insider recruiting information, team information, the latest on the hockey team uh, as they're making their run. And you get to be part of a great message board community over at the Wolverine.com for just $29.99 until August 31st of this year. All right. It's time to talk about Sam Webb. No, I'm just joking. We're not talking about <laughs> Sam Webb. I've already destroyed that guy. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about Michigan Recruiting. That's the reason we are here, and Michigan's on a big run, so we're not going to spend time talking about baseball or other weirdos. We're going to talk about Michigan recruiting. Let's go ahead and start with the biggest storyline of the week. Jaden Davis is set to announce his decision. Top 100 quarterback out of Charlotte, Providence Day. Michigan has been considered the leader here for a while. And actually, one more housekeeping item. We are still without a producer. I am having to produce the show. So if the quality is not as great, I deeply apologize. We are still without our producer after uh, our old producer, Hutch, has uh, left the company. So we do not have a producer. So that's why we're not rolling huddle tapes and profiles and all that stuff. So apologies in advance. But Jane Davis making his decision Friday. Zach, how are you feeling? I mean... I kind of feel good just because I was right for several months when
1: saying that he might, if he takes to the spring, fans shouldn't worry. And here we are a week and a half into the spring, and he's set to commit on Friday. So, I mean, all my all my reassurance that fans should not be worried about Jane's decision.
0: Right. So I feel pretty good. How about you? Feeling pretty good. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, there's no reason for Michigan fans to worry, in my opinion. Look, it's recruiting, so anything can happen. You know, it's, it's definitely not a guarantee. But I think this is looking as good as it can for Michigan. Obviously, the only school that Davis visited coming out of the dead period is Michigan. He had a chance to meet new quarterbacks coach Kirk Campbell face-to-face. Had a chance to meet with Jim Harbaugh again connect with the rest of the coaching staff, connect with the players, connect with potential uh, other commits. You know, he had a chance to just get a more in-depth look at a program, even though he's been there so many times. But I think the key here was just meeting Kirk Campbell, getting comfortable with him, especially after the Matt Weiss debacle, uh, who is no longer – In Ann Arbor, I think uh, just being around Kirk Campbell, getting a feel for his personality, what his coaching style is going to be like, maybe also getting a feel for the practice and and what it's going to look like without uh, Matt Weiss helping out as the co-offensive coordinator. Remember, Sharon Moore is now the sole offensive coordinator, so uh, I don't think much will will change, but uh, he got a chance to see that, see practice and all that good stuff. So I think Michigan checked all the boxes And that was pretty obvious by him dropping his top five along with a commitment date, which again, is this Friday at 1 30 PM live on sports center, which um, if it is Michigan, that'll be great exposure for the Wolverines just getting uh, live on ESPN. I'm sure other recruits around the country will also take notice, but uh, this is a spring decision for all the uh, season deniers. Jaden Davis did take his recruitment into spring and look when when I reported that Jaden Davis was going to take his recruitment into spring again. Uh, just to clarify, I had heard from a staff uh, source or a program source, however you want to call it, um, that they were looking to bring in Davis uh, for the big weekend, which was obviously the weekend of the seventeenth, and that's what I why I reported what I did. Obviously, when you report on recruiting, it's good to have multiple angles and so davis did take it into spring but i think it's been a long time coming obviously this one has been trending towards michigan for quite some time i was the first one to put in a prediction on on three way back in the summer i think zach you followed up uh, at some point soon after that um or after joining on three i guess um and so, yeah, it's it's been a while. Michigan's been trending here. There hasn't really ever been a second school. I mean, North Carolina has done its best to keep him home. Clemson has, you know, flirted here and there. Tennessee showed some strong interest. Penn State showed some strong interest. Ohio State circled back to him. But at the end of the day, it is uh, it, it's it's always been Michigan, in my opinion. I think the Wolverines are going to finally seal the deal Uh, here with Jaden Davis on Friday. One thing I wanted to touch on, uh, that you know, we've gotten some questions on or some a lot of comments on, and that's the all your eggs in one basket approach. Now, it is going to work out for Michigan, so you can't knock it, or at least it appears that it's going to work out, assuming that Davis does pick Michigan on Friday. But the all your eggs in one basket approach, I wrote earlier this week. That Michigan should retire that approach, regardless if it worked out or not. It's too risky. Zach, I mean, overall thoughts on, on the approach and how you think things will go moving forward under Kirk Campbell on the recruiting trail.
1: I mean, even before Campbell, I mean, let's look at the 25 class, for example, because there's about five, there's five quarterbacks that will have visited Michigan in that class up by the spring games, so this Saturday. I mean, they didn't have the all eggs in your approach then, but I think with Kirk Campbell, that approach is, like you said, it's going to retire. I think Campbell in particular with 25, you know, he's made phone calls to every recruit that's been offered position. He's brought, like I said, everyone in a few more than once, um, including Bryce Underwood, the number one player in the new 2025 on 300. Um, With 2024, I think you saw Campbell flirting with maybe circling back to Michael Van Beer. Um, we reported that um, back in January, and but like you said, I mean it worked. Obviously with Jane Davis, I think it was just it's 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 scary, you know. Like what if he doesn't pick Michigan up? Like where do you go from here? Or what happen, What would happen if Jaden went elsewhere or lost interest in January or December, November or February? So. I think Michigan just kind of lucked out, but I don't think you'll see that moving forward, especially in 25. And like you said, there's about four or five quarterbacks that have have expressed interest and that Michigan is prioritizing moving forward.
0: Yeah, I've been a big anti-all-your-eggs-in-one-basket approach guy, obviously. And I think, you know, like you said, Campbell started making contingency plans as well, just in case. It's not like Michigan ever really lost a lot of confidence with Davis or anything like that. But you, you never want to just recruit one guy at the most important position in football. Um, on top of that, Michigan was coming off back to back cycles without landing a true quarterback, which is makes it even scarier to take that approach. Again, it, it's not really going to matter on Friday if Michigan picked or if Michigan gets Jaden Davis, but I think it's important to mention moving forward that it will likely be retired. And and like Zach mentioned, you're already seeing that with the 2025 quarterbacks and how many guys Campbell is recruiting. I mean, if there was a guy that was worth an all-your-eggs-in-one-basket approach, it would be Bryce Underwood, right? He's the number one player in the country. He's right in your own backyard. If you wanted to take that approach, then I think Underwood would be the guy to do that with. But again, it's still too risky, you know, Underwood's not a guarantee. So it's really good to see Campbell already developing strong relationships with guys like Cutter Bowley and Ryan Montgomery and Stone Saunders. George McIntyre's is coming in uh, this week as well. So he's recruiting uh, several different 2025 quarterbacks. And, and that's positive to see. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Michigan takes two quarterbacks. I know. Bryce Underwood certainly wouldn't mind if Michigan is lucky enough to get him. I don't think he'd care. Um, But looking at back-to-back cycles with more project takes and just taking Jaden Davis in 24, I think 25 would be a decent class to take two quarterbacks. Well, we'll get to 25 here in a little bit. Let's just talk a little bit more about Jaden Davis or end off with Jaden Davis. If Michigan lands Jaden Davis, I've given my thoughts on Jaden Davis a ton, um, and just to kind of recap, uh, while I don't think he's a five star, I do think he's somewhere in between uh, the top 100 and top 150. That's exactly where on three has him ranked as the number 105 overall recruit in the country. Uh, some things I really like about Jaden Davis uh, one, he's a great system fit for what Michigan does Two, um, he's a guy with great leadership abilities. I think he has a true command of his team at Providence Day, led them to a state title. He's also a very high IQ football player, very cerebral, terrific at knowing what the defense is trying to do, pre-snap. Just a great understanding of the game, of his offense in high school. I think he'll have a great command of the offense at Michigan. um, On top of that, he's a a guy that has great pocket presence, great footwork. I have no problem with his mechanics. I think he's uh, progressing even more. So, you know, those are some things that stand out to me about Jaden Davis, some concerns that I have with him. Obviously, he had a little bit of accuracy issues as a sophomore. His completion percentage was terrific as a junior, um, more than 70 percent. But a lot of that was, you know, check downs and having great weapons around him. Channing Goodwin, Jordan Shipp, uh, Chris Peel. So interested to see how he looks maybe in the offseason from an accuracy standpoint and control standpoint. Um, obviously he's on the shorter side and he's not a true mobile guy. So, you know, he's, uh, anytime you have a guy that's, you know, right at about six foot, uh, you want them to be really mobile, but, uh, he's not necessarily that type of that of guy that's going to cause defenses to really game plan for him using his legs. Now that's not to say he's a statue. He's definitely not a Cade McNamara, but he's also not a JJ McCarthy. He does throw well. When moving to both sides, uh, you know whether it's rolling right or rolling left, he does throw well on the run. He has enough movement to be able to escape some pass rush, but uh, not a true dual threat at that height, which is a uh, little concerning. So the, those are kind of the the summary notes for me. Zach, you've never really had a chance to give too, med- too much of your opinion, I guess, on Jaden Davis. Where do you kind of stand? on, I guess, ranking-wise and and your thoughts on him as a prospect?
1: I, I mean, I've only seen him once, and that was during a practice. So I haven't had the opportunity to really get the true in-game feel like you have. Um, I mean, what I saw at practice was really just a leader, like some guy who takes command of the offense, like you mentioned, and really has the respect of his teammates. Um, I was quite – it was pleasant to see how um, humble he is in terms of, learning and, you know, correcting mistakes, understanding what he did right and wrong. Um, I mean, you've been around that coaching staff at Providence Day more than once. Um, even for my three hours with them, you know, they're very accountable coaches. I mean, obviously, Jonathan Goodwin, Michigan offensive lines on the staff, so they got experience and, you know, they're not afraid to be honest, um, especially when you have a industry five-star quarterback. I think as a system fit, Culture. I think he he you know, was there five times in the. He was there five times last year, um, and then came back in March. It takes to be a Michigan man. Um, Kirk Campbell is. You know, one of the things that Kirk Campbell has done this month is actually been showing videos to quarterbacks about what it takes to be play quarterback in Michigan. And I'm going to assume that Jane Davis watched that video. Um, you know, I think he kind of has gotten close with with Campbell um they've gotten a better relationship over the phone and in person so i think at him as a student of the game and then as a future leader i think michigan um marked yeah, this one
0: yeah definitely and I, and you know things have been said about me and uh, jane davis's dad and, and my evaluation of davis but i've never personally said anything bad about davis i think he as a kid has been really great in interviews. He's been great on the field uh, in terms of that leadership quality. I mean, there was one game where I wrote that uh, he was extremely tough because, I mean, this guy was like throwing up on the sidelines and coming back in and still leading his team even though they had a big lead um, and and not wanting to come off the field and they had to kind of um, shuttle him away immediately after the game. But I, I think that spoke a lot to uh, to his toughness and just wanting to be there for his teammates as well. So um, yeah, really interested to see what happens uh, with da- with Jaden Davis. Once he arrives at Michigan, if Michigan is the pick on Friday, but right now we do feel very strongly about our predictions. Let's go ahead and talk about 2025 quarterback recruiting. And before we, we talk about 2025s um, just a reminder, guys, we do not have a producer, so apologies. Our producer is uh, out of commission, so I'm having to produce the show, and I have no idea what I'm doing on that end. And uh, really quick, uh, we do have a message from another one of our sponsors, and that is Lewis Jewelers. We want to take a moment to shout out our longtime partner, Lewis Jewelers. Lewis Jewelers can help with any ring situation you need. Uh, and we are talking about a jewelry ring, not a pop ring. It's stress-free and easy work with uh, easy to work with some of their non-commissioned uh, expert trusted advisors. They find you a perfect diamond. So stop by today and fix any issue you have with finding a wedding ring or I don't know, uh, whatever you need to find a ring for, Uh, visit them at their new location at 300 South Maple Road in Ann Arbor. Or if you're not in Ann Arbor like me, you can always go online at lewisjewelers.com. That's lewisjewelers.com where Ann Arbor gets engaged, or I guess the world gets engaged. You have the internet, so you can visit lewisjewelers.com. All right. 2025 quarterback recruiting. Uh, Like we said earlier in the show, a lot of options. And I see some questions coming in the chat box. Remember guys, this is our Tuesday show. I will be back with my Wednesday show tomorrow. Um, That is where I will answer all your questions. But if you do want a question answered tonight, hit that donate button. Uh, That gives you access to our super chat and we will answer your question. Uh, for now, we're staying on topic with 2025 quarterback recruiting. It all starts with Bryce Underwood, the nation's number one overall recruit on three release, its 2025 rankings uh, this week, and Bryce was named number one overall. Agreed, disagree, Zach?
1: Uh definitely
0: agree. Yeah. You
1: could make an argument for David Sanders, the offensive tackle from Providence Day, but I mean, Underwood is. Um, probably clear cut at this point in terms of just ceiling and talent.
0: Yeah. If there was one guy that I would rank ahead of Bryce Underwood, based on who I've seen on the road and just evaluations, it would be David Sanders out of Providence Day. I mean, he checks every single box you want as an offensive tackle, but it's really hard to argue against Bryce Underwood. I had a chance to talk to Donovan Dooley, his personal quarterback trainer, earlier today and, and get more insight on Bryce. And I think, uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure when you had a chance to meet Bryce, but I had a chance to meet Bryce when he was going into his freshman year. And there was already so much hype around Bryce Underwood. And I remember asking Dooley at the time, um, who does Bryce Underwood remind you of? And he said, Vince Young. And I kind of laughed. I was like, Vince Young, you know, I'm from Texas and Vince Young's obviously a legend, one of the greatest college football players of all time. And he himself, I believe, was the number one overall recruit in the country. So I kind of just laughed and was like, all right, I mean, Bryce is going to be great. But Vince Young, come on, man. Can't just throw out Vince Young like that. But, you know, fast forward to now and I'm like, maybe you're right. (laughs) Maybe you will be Vince Young. And honestly, Bryce is a better passer than Vince was. I'm not sure if he's as uh, dynamic of a runner, but I mean, he is a similar level prospect as, as Vince young. Uh, I mean, he really is the number one overall recruit in the country or number two, top three, definitely, you know? Uh, so I think Bryce is the guy in 2025 and Michigan is obviously making him a priority early on. He's visited on multiple occasions, including, um, you know, multiple visits this Spring already, basically. I mean, multiple visits this calendar year. He's connecting much better with Kirk Campbell. And Zach, you had a chance to go out to visit Bryce Underwood at Belleville uh, last week, I believe, or a week and a half ago, whatever it was. uh yeah. You recently went out and saw Bryce Underwood. What were kind of your takeaways from talking to Bryce about Michigan? And we should note that Bryce is very close to the vest. He doesn't love talking about recruiting. He doesn't really love the hype either. Uh, honestly, Bryce just plays ball and he's, like I said, he's a, he's such a great competitor. He is him. Uh, like I said, as the kids like to say, now I am using him. Uh, he is him in terms of just not caring about competition. That's why I said it doesn't matter if Michigan takes another quarterback in 25 Bryce wouldn't care. Um, But you had a chance to actually talk to him in person, get a true feel for how Bryce is handling the process right now, how he's feeling about Michigan. So why don't you fill in the fans on that?
1: Yeah, so that was March 15th when I went out there. So that was a few days after his first visit. So that happened on the 11th. Um, He actually saw two practices this month. And then, as we mentioned, he's going to go for the spring game. Um, You know, I just simply asked first question, like, how was Kurt, you know, uh, talked to him and, uh, how he differed between um, Matt Weiss, you know, in the past. And, you know, Underwood, for how close to the vest he is, he's not afraid to share his opinion if you talk to him in person. He was just clear, you know. I think he said his relationship is going to get stronger with White – I mean, with Campbell as opposed to Weiss. And let's – you know, for how much Weiss was criticized for his efforts on the trail. I mean, he did visit Bryce in December at a school – um clearly was the top quarterback in the fall he visited twice and they sat down with with weiss um but you know for how much we've talked about campbell as this enthusiastic and eccentric motivated individual on the recruiting trail it's clearly shown to have a great impression on underwood and his father too because he visited both times with his son you know i think You've already mentioned how he is as a player, I think, for how high his ceiling is and him located less than 30 minutes away from campus. He's obviously the top target. Um, I think his interest in Michigan will probably exponential, will rise exponentially now. Recruiter at the quarterback coach position who actually cares about recruiting and, you know, wants to build a better relationship over the phone virtually and in person. So, you know, I think we've credited kirk campbell a lot but i think he deserves it especially with what he's done with underwood this month
0: yeah definitely and i mean i think you hit the nail on the head when you said kirk campbell wants to build a relationship he wants to recruit which i don't think the same could be said about matt weiss and bryce like you said for as close as he is to the vest he is very matter of fact uh, when he responds to questions and when i asked him about matt weiss Last fall, I believe it was after the Michigan State visit, the Michigan State game, he he visited for that game in the big house. Uh, I don't think he was very complimentary of uh, Matt Weiss. So (laughs) the fact that he is giving compliments to Kurt Campbell, I think uh, speaks volumes because Bryce is being genuine when he's giving compliments to Kurt Campbell and not just saying it to say it because he's being interviewed. So I think Kurt Campbell is definitely – a breath of fresh air. We do have a super chat here and it comes from Nick nine ninety nine. So a big super chat. What is the percentage chance that Jaden Davis commits? Also, I asked EJ this, but Zach, what is the best pizza you've ever had and where got to know? So percent chance that Jaden Davis commits. Um, I would say my confidence level, uh, if I had to put one on my little prediction on, on three would be 90%. I mean, I don't think you can go to a hundred percent on that thing. So ninety uh, percent. What about you, Zach? Ninety-nine point nine. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, I don't think you can slide it to ninety-nine point nine, but uh, that's as close. To you got to leave ever. that point one off just in case.
1: But <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm very confident. Let's just say.
0: Yeah, I think we're just both very confident. As far as pizza goes, I guess, go ahead, Zach, tackle. The question was proposed uh, to you. So go ahead and tackle the pizza question.
1: I mean, Little Caesars and Mount Pleasant. When oh, I was my God. When I was an undergraduate at Central Michigan, Little Caesars, $5 pizzas like that was the best thing in the world. So a uh, shout out to Mount Pleasant, Little Caesars location on uh, Main Street. That was that's the best one.
0: Zach literally just named Little Caesars the goat pizza here on you, this podcast.
1: Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock, you're trying to watch football, and all you want is a $5 pizza. That can't, go, can't get any better, especially when you're a boat college student.
0: This is how I know that Detroit pizza is overrated because you are not you are not the first Metro Detroit person to name Little Caesars the best pizza in the country. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's not that, I mean, it's not, it's
1: overrated, but also Chicago pizza, New York pizza, it's all overrated. It's just pizza. Like you can't have bad pizza unless you put certain toppings on it,
0: but there's no such
1: thing as bad pizza.
0: <sighs> anyway, uh, <laughs> you could go hang out with Samaj Morgan and eat some little Caesars pizza because he is the other Metro Detroit native that has stated that Little Caesars is the goat. And these are trash takes. I told Samaj that his take was trash and Zach's take is absolute trash. The best pizza (laughs) that I've ever had, for those that missed it, is Prince Street Pizza in Manhattan, um, which actually is somewhat closely related to Detroit style pizza. I believe it is Sicilian style. And uh, Pequod's Pizza for some great deep dish in Chicago, which is not a tourist pizza. Deep dish is great. Yes, it is. No, it Chance is
1: Rapper has clearly stated that, that deep dish pizza is for tourists. Chicago natives do not eat
0: deep dish pizza. Pure lies. I've seen many Chicago natives at Pequod's, and that is where the locals go. Go to Pequod's. Don't go to, like, Luminolte's or, you know, whatever other nonsense like at Giordano's or... Any of that go to Pequas, it's the best. All right, might- <laughs> people are laughing because you said Little Caesars. Look at this,
1: look nope. at these. <laughs> no, they're laughing because you like pizza, <laughs> like you might as well just eat lasagna. at that
0: point. No, they are definitely laughing at Zach loving Little Caesars. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's get back to 2025 quarterback recruiting. Oh, my God, man. I can't even get past Little Caesars. But uh, let's come back to 2025 quarterback recruiting. Aside from Bryce Underwood. Now, I mentioned various names. George McIntyre coming in this weekend. Ryan Montgomery's been here many times. Um, you had Stone Saunders in this past weekend. You had Cutter Bowley in this past weekend. So a lot of names. Gamble uh, definitely evaluating some other 25s. You had Keldon Ryan from Texas. Come in um, a couple weeks ago as well. So many twenty-five quarterbacks being thrown out there, not named Bryce Underwood. Who's your favorite, not named Bryce Underwood? That's so tough. Like you,
1: it's really pick. You pick your pick a name out of the hat, and you'll be fine with it. Um, besides, that's tough, honestly. Like in terms of best highest ceiling and best t- arm strength, it's Cutter Bully. But in terms of someone who understands the Michigan culture and has known the Michigan coaching staff the longest, and has the probably the best quarterback coach in the Midwest outside of Donovan Dooley and Brad Menler, it's Ryan Montgomery. So, I don't know. Like, that's really just pick pick your poison at that point. Like, you can you can't go wrong with either of them.
0: Now I'm very partial to Ryan Montgomery. Um, love Ryan. Uh, love his dad. Shout out Mike. But it's Cutter Bowley. I mean, Cutter Bowley, I think, is a five-star level prospect. I think he – what did he check in at? 21 in the country, I believe, in the on-three rankings. We don't have a yeah. producer, so I have no way of seeing this. But I He's number he,
1: three, though. He's number three, I think.
0: I believe he checked in as, as the twenty number 21 overall, number three quarterback. Uh, I believe George McIntyre is number two uh, mm-hmm. on their quarterback rankings. Um Either way, I think uh, Cutter Bowley is definitely a top twenty-five prospect, which eventually would make him a five-star level guy. Now, I've seen uh, George McIntyre, and I do think he's a high-level recruit. I- I'm not sure I would put him over Bowley. I would, I would definitely take Bowley. I think Bowley is right behind Bryce Underwood. I think Bowley might have a a higher floor than Bryce. Maybe not as much a- of a ceiling. As Bryce. But there's a lot to like about Cutter Boley. I think Cutter Boley a surefire hit. Like You're, you're not going to miss with Cutter Boley. He's going to go in there, be a multi-year starter, be a high NFL uh, draft pick. Uh, I really like what Cutter Boley brings to the table. And there's serious interest there with Cutter Boley. I mean, his visit last weekend wasn't his first. He made multiple visits last year. He's part of the MPA program. Uh, even though he's a Kentucky kid, he's part of MPA, which is based in Nashville. It's produced guys like Michigan linebacker Junior Colson on 300 linebacker commit Mason Curtis. So, um, yeah, I think there's a a true chance uh, with Michigan and Cutter Boley actually had a chance uh, to catch up with with uh, those around the Boley recruitment. And they really felt uh, or they really came away impressed with Michigan this weekend. All right. We are running low on time. If you want a question answered, hit that donate button. If you disagree with Zach and think Little Caesars is trash, leave a crying emoji, (laughs) but we are winding down here. So if you do want a question answered, hit that donate button. That super chat helps uh, with our travel budget, helps us get around the country to see top recruits nationally. Um, Last thing, Zach, before we get out of here, On Three released its twenty-five rankings, uh, which we just talked about some of these quarterbacks and where they stood in the new rankings. What was your biggest takeaway from On Three's twenty twenty-five rankings release, uh, as as far as you know, relating to Michigan recruiting?
1: um I mean I don't want to stick with quarterbacks but I feel like I should I mean Ryan Montgomery's drop in the on 300 was pro was not just surprising but I think I was I was shocked like he was not top 50 at one point and on 300 now they drop him to 259 in the country like I don't really understand why um I would like to get an explanation soon um he, he is not a three-star that's what I can say like if if for Connor Bowley and Bryce Underwood to be five and four stars like Ryan Montgomery deserves to be in that conversation too. So that's my biggest takeaway. Um, another one is the fact that there are only uh, three offered Michigan recruits in state that made the on 300. Um, there was two more um, that did not end up on on 300 who probably has enough to make an argument with that with Bobby Kanka and Xavier Newsome. And I think the lack of representation in the state of Michigan, I think that'll change soon
0: with updates. I guess before I give my biggest takeaway, do you, you are the uh, Michigander on the uh, podcast since I am sadly no longer in the Midwest Um, being more of the expert on the underclassmen coming up. Do you think 25 is a weaker year in state or do you think that because there's a lack of national presence in the Midwest, maybe the services haven't really caught up.
1: I don't remember how on three did with 2024, because clearly I wasn't on the site and I wasn't doing Michigan recruiting or frankly, this job for that matter, when they did that update for 2024. Um, I think for offense, I think it's a really good class. Um, There is, I if You read my article that I posted on the wolverine.com a couple hours ago. I have ranked the, like the top 10 in Michigan right now in 2025, on my opinion. Six of them have offers from Michigan. Like, I think from a I think there's a lot of them that are going to continue to develop, filling out know, physically, um, technique wise, are going to get better on the seven seven, seven on seven circuits. So I think right now 2024 is a little bit better. I think there was more Michigan Michigan talents, like takes in 2024. Um, But 2025, I think it's a little too early. But right now, there's some really good guys, especially in the Detroit area, um, in that metro suburban, um, that plaques, I guess. So I think it's just a wait and see with some of these guys. I mean, there are maybe five right now who could have offers, but don't. So we'll see what happens.
0: All right. We have gone over time. So really quick, my biggest takeaway from the rankings drop, you have one minute to get in your super chat if you want a question answered. But my biggest takeaway from the 25 rankings release was Chris Ewald not being in the top 100. He came in at number 134 in the country, I believe somewhere around that general range. Now, that's pretty close to top 100, so it's not necessarily an egregious error, but I definitely think Chris Ewald is a top 100 kid all the way. I mean, just watching him in 7-on-7, despite the fact that he was dealing with a Hamstring injury, you can just tell he's a different type of athlete than what Michigan is used to getting at the cornerback position. He's extremely fluid. He's really long. Great instincts. Even after he was hampered by the hamstring, he came back in to play safety Had an interception. Great instincts. Is a very, very quiet kid, but plays with great confidence. Uh, Just a lot to like about Chris Ewald. You know, he brings that Florida speed that everybody talks about. Uh, He really loves the program as well. I mean, I know he's gotten some other offers and I know fans are going to have questions about whether he sticks with Michigan or not for the next two years, but this is a kid that attended Denard Robinson camps as a youth. He knows uh, guys like Jaden McBurrows. I mean, he's visited on so many different occasions. He's been actively recruiting on social media, keeping Chris Ewald committed over these next couple of years is going to be extremely key. I would love to see Ewald rise in the rankings as On3 continues to evaluate him because, again, I think he's a surefire uh, top 100 kid. All right, guys, that is going to be our show today. If you are not subscribed to TheWolverine.com, make sure to do that for just $29.99 until August 31st. Join us next week, and uh, maybe Jaden Davis will be committed by then. We shall see.